0: Our friends from Healthy Bud just launched a new exciting product and our dog Zippo has been absolutely obsessed. Their mini training treats are packed with superfoods like lion's mane, reishi and salmon oil to support brain health and with over 500 treats per bag and just one calorie per treat you can rest assured that you're providing guilt-free taste and nutrition in every bite. To grab a bag yourself or a few, head over to us.healthybud.co and use our code FP20 to save 20% on your first order.
1: You know, this is where we have conversations about the most commonly requested dog behavioral and dog training issues. Uh, My name is Charles, and I'm here with my wife, Tanya. We're the founders of Family Pups. And so what's today's topic going to be, Tanya?
0: Hi, everyone. Today, we'll be talking about crate training.
1: Crate training. Uh, Yeah, this is something that we hear about quite often. So my big question is, why is crate training so important? Why are crates so important? Does everyone, every dog need a crate? Why is this such an important issue, especially at the beginning of a dog's life?
0: Crates are most commonly used for puppies. And unless the puppy is specifically averse or really is having a very bad panic reactions inside a crate, which Um, can be a low percentage of puppies. All the rest of the puppies are being crate trained in the beginning of their life for several reasons. The first one is to help manage um, them and the environment and help with potty training we use the crate as a management strategy have the puppy inside the crate when we're not able to supervise them and this allows the puppy to start developing longer periods of times between their uh, potty breaks out and about crates can be used for later in life too with some adult dogs I tend to think of it as even if you have an adult dog and you don't necessarily have to crate them inside of your home, it will be beneficial if the dog is still comfortable getting inside of the crate just because um, this can come handy, let's say, if your dog needs to go to the vet and stay there. Dogs are being crated when they have to go and stay at a vet office. So we don't want um, not being able to be in a crate to add to the panic or, you know, the the feeling that you are in a new and unfamiliar place.
1: Well, yeah. great. Um, I mean, I have a pretty big question. Let, let's say I know I'm going to get a puppy in about a week and I prepare by getting a crate. Uh, what are those first few days and even nights look like? I have the crate there. What are certain things that I should do to ensure that the first couple days or even the first few weeks go right with my crate training and my dog?
0: That's a really great question because I do get this quite often and I do feel like people are a little unaware of the exact steps that they should be taking in order to make their puppy feel comfortable. Uh, Something that I don't recommend is um, really picking up the puppy and just placing them inside the crate and then closing the door behind them without doing any further training. The first when it comes to crate training is to make the dog comfortable inside the crate, to create a positive association with the crate and to create voluntarily action of going in and out of the crate.
1: So so you want them to voluntarily... Go into the crate themselves
0: yes exactly so i would start by um working on creating a positive association with the crate the crate can be a place where beautiful chews and treats appear so you can have the crates door open and place some treats in there when your puppy's not uh, looking and then later on they can go and find it Um, and you can maintain this type of game for a certain period of time or for as long as you like since this can be a, a fun game that you can play with your dog Next, we're going to start teaching the dog to come in and out of the crate on their own. So this would be more of a structured training session that we'll be doing there. How I do it is that I take a bunch of treats, let's say 10, so we can do 10 repetitions of this game. So I'll grab 10 treats, I'll sit by the crate with the door open and I'll start working on teaching the puppy what crate means. So I'll say crate and I'll toss one treat inside the crate. Once my puppy um, starts to investigate in the initial stages, we can mark with yes. Once the puppy's two front paws, let's say, touch the inside of the crate and then toss an extra... Uh, treat in there and then gradually uh, your puppy will start to feel more comfortable to go in there now we can raise our criteria for pause or whole puppy inside the crate equals yes and reward and then once the puppy is in i will also practice out so you can say okay out free, release, whatever word you want to use, but this tells the dog, okay, you can come out now. And in the initial stages, you can toss that treat away outside of the crate so that the puppy comes out of it. So it will look like crate, toss a treat in, puppy goes in, Is that treat, you say yes once their paws hit the, the crate's floor and then you can give another treat, and then you can say, okay, and then toss one treat out, and then repeat this, so coming in and out, in and out, and once I see that my puppy is starting to uh, figure it out, and learn that when I say crate, this means go in, we'll start to fade out the treat lure, so this is really important, we want to make sure that Just like training any other behavior that involves a lure, we want to remove it as quickly as possible. So let's say I've done 20 or 30 repetitions of this game over one or two days, I'd say this is pretty reasonable to start uh, testing how well your puppy is learning. So next, you do exactly the same. You grab some treats behind your back. They shouldn't be visible. You go, you sit by the crate, and what you do is you point towards the crate, and the first point can resemble um, the action of tossing a treat without actually tossing a treat. And then... Leave your puppy some space to think and process. Don't repeat the word, just wait to see what your puppy will do. Initially, your puppy may think about it longer, but practice your patience and If they go in on their own, you can mark it with yes, make a big party, give a bunch of treats in a row and then say okay and let them out. And now start practicing just by pointing to the crate in and out game again. If your puppy struggles there, um, you can do a toss of the treat a few repetitions and then go back to pointing and see if warming the puppy up in this uh, way can help them go in on their own.
1: Yeah, I think something that's important for people to understand is when puppies come into our world, they don't know anything about our world, right? They don't know what's safe. They don't know what's scary. They don't know what's familiar because they're now entering our world. And uh, it seems to me for a crate... Uh, We have to create a positive association for a crate because they have no idea whether a crate is some place that's going to be a place of comfort or a place that's scary. And it's our responsibility to kind of start that. So it seems to me that when in the first couple of days, it's best to start early, right? So it's not a good idea to really try to get them into the crate when it's time for you to go to sleep and have no real warm-up there. So it seems to me that you recommend at least trying to do some of those steps that you mentioned at least a couple of hours before the actual bedtime to get them into that crate.
0: Yeah, that's right, for sure. Um, Also, when we want to create a dog, we want to make sure that the puppy or the dog has had physical exercise, we can add a mental stimulation toy there. So you can have frozen Kong or another chew, safe chew that the puppy can engage with once they get inside the crate. We can make those spaces more comfortable by placing a blanket over the crate. Some dogs like this, some dogs don't. Whether there is bedding inside or not depends on whether the puppy or dog tends to destroy those items inside, but really uh, troubleshooting and ma- and figuring out what works for your dog will be the best way to go here, playing music for the puppy or the dog while they're inside their crate, making sure to place the crate in an area that is more quiet and doesn't have a lot of frequent movement from members of the household will also help that puppy go to the crate and sleep peacefully without being woken up again and again in the initial stages also if um You see that your puppy has fallen asleep somewhere. You can gently pick them up and place them in the crate as well so that we can create the association that the crate is the place for sleep and relaxation as well.
1: Yeah, it seems like if you put me in a room that I don't know and you toss some things that I like in there and you play some calm music, suddenly that place that was unfamiliar, at least in my mind, might feel a little bit more comfortable, feel like a safer place because now my mind is associating these things with some of those things that I received there. So great. So let's talk about the first couple of nights. You know, I know you've been doing these puppy training overviews with MAMCO. And when especially when you get to the crate training section, some of the questions I get the most are, I can't sleep. Uh, my uh, puppy is uh, my puppy is just going crazy. My puppy is whining. What should I do there? Because I know I hear some people being like, should I let them cry it out? Am I encouraging that behavior by intervening in some way? And so what what is your advice to them? Because they especially don't want to do the wrong thing in the first couple of nights. So what is the best way to get started, especially when they're going to hit some roadblocks, like the puppy whining a lot and preventing them from sleeping Mm
0: -hmm. yes this is a tricky subject because obviously every puppy is different and every person's history of learning uh, and preferences in this regard is different too the first thing that we should address and know is that Yes, it can be difficult and will lose some sleep in the first few weeks or it could last longer for some dogs. But it's good to know that this is temporary and as your puppy and their bladder grows, they will be able to sleep through the night. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. So practicing patience is just something that will really help us. A second it's good to be aware depending on your puppy's age that they may need to wake up or get out of the crate once or twice for a potty break
1: in, in um, the middle of the in night. in
0: the middle of the night depending on how little they are and you know how small their bladder is so here my approach is i hear puppy um starting to wake up and whine inside the crate i take the puppy out of the crate to their potty area. Uh, this whole experience is very boring and on point for potty. That's all we're doing. Puppy goes to potty and then puppy goes right inside the crate. Now,
1: so meaning you, you want to make this a boring experience for the, the puppy, not some exciting now we're going on a walk kind of experience.
0: Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. midnight, middle of the night potty is a very boring experience. There is the crying, I hear you, um, I know you need to go, I take you to go, and then we're right back to sleep. There, It's not the time to try to play with your puppy, to lose some energy, or anything like that, because... Um, You know, now your puppy may create a habit that middle of the night is when they need to play with you. And this will make things a little harder than expected.
1: So are we taking them outside uh, to go potty? Uh, How do we do this so quickly?
0: Well, it will depend on everyone's different setup, right? If you live in a house and you've decided that you have a space in your yard where your puppy goes... Yeah, you're going to pick that puppy up. Um, I recommend not really walking, having the puppy walk there because they may start running around and, you know, get a burst of energy. So picking the puppy up, taking them to their designated area, having them potty, you can praise and reward and take them right back. Mm -hmm. For us, people with apartments that, you know, going out in the middle of the night may not be... As convenient as if you have a house, what we've done is we've used Fresh Patch, which is a box of grass that a puppy can go into potty at. Um, using pee pads can be an option there too. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and we'll uh, we'll share a link uh, for that Fresh Patch uh, in the show notes. So I had a real quick question: sure. uh, how, how do you tell the difference between a puppy that just seems to be uncomfortable or maybe even scared compared to a puppy that just needs to go potty is there a difference in the sound anything to kind of uh, give you an indication of what the puppy might want because i could see us interpreting it as the dog needing to go potty you take them out and they don't go potty and you're like uh what do i do now
0: Mm -hmm. yes i mean then you're going to either wait a little longer or bring the puppy right back in i mean most of the times the puppy does need to go potty so that's how it goes but alternatively maybe you can wait 10-15 minutes and give your puppy another chance to go out if they are still crying something that has helped us with some foster or board-and-train puppies that we've had here has been the Heartbeat toy this comes particularly handy for the first few nights that a puppy comes home because so far they've been with their mom and mates. They've been huddled over each other and now the feeling of being alone at a crate can be quite scary. Mm -hmm. With that toy, it's a toy that has a heartbeat and a heat patch and our observations were that it really helped make our puppy feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And we didn't use it for a really long time. It was pretty much two, three nights. And then I kind of stopped the heartbeat, still kept the toy there. It's a really great question now. If the puppy is crying, what do I do? There is a widespread advice of never take a crying dog out of their crate, which I think is an extreme one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As there is another saying, never say never, I think that we should really find the the balance between letting the puppy learn how to soothe themselves Mm -hmm. when they're distressed, just like children, but also making sure that they feel... Safe and secure, and when they are distressed and panicking, knowing that we're there right. to support them.
1: So many similarities with children, right? With children. You, yeah, you seem yes. to hear this uh, advice all the time as well.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it was interesting because obviously we're not a- around young kids uh, very much. But when we visited our knees, that was pretty much the whole like sleep training agenda, Sure. <laughs> finding sure. the balance. How much of the crying should I ignore and right. when do I go to soothe them? Right. I think that, you know, when we start to get into like 10, 20 minute mark of crying, we should try to intervene and make the puppy feel more comfortable. But even in the initial stages, once the puppy has gone potty and now they're back, I personally like to place that crate right by our bed somewhere where I can easily uh, soothe them or place a hand in there, talk to them. We've seen that this really helps. Mm -hmm. So making sure to soothe your puppy when they're crying in there, see if that helps them feel better or provide some sort of a chew or some toy, something that they can engage with for a certain period of time Mm -hmm. and put themselves to sleep in that manner.
1: Yeah, it also sounds like expectations are pretty important, right? So if you just expect that crate training is just going to go off without a hitch, you might be a little bit more disappointed than going in knowing that the first couple of nights or maybe even the first couple of weeks are going to be quite challenging, but you have, you're have, you equipped with certain toys to uh, give the puppy, or maybe you've done a lot more of that pre-crate, putting your dog in the crate kind of training. So... Just preparing yourself mentally seems to be so much of it as well.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: So uh, are there other sorts of games or other sorts of preparations that you can do early on with your puppy um, to make the, the crate even more comfortable for them?
0: Yes. Well, <clears throat> we discussed the first game of crate an association going inside the crate voluntarily. Right there, I also start teaching the puppy that once you go inside the crate, the thing that you do is you lay down. When they're in, I start to lure them or ask them to lay down. And once the puppy is down, now I can mark yes and reward. So now it becomes crate plus down. And this is when you say yes and reward.
1: Why is training them to be down in the crate important?
0: Because we want to make the the create the space for rest and relaxation, mm-hmm. and obviously, if the puppy is standing up, they're more into the mindset of looking at us, wanting to have some sort of engagement. Yep. Whereas if they're laying down, we're already setting them up for what we want them to do. That makes sense. So the puppy will learn to go to the crate and lay down this is usually when I start to add some stay so stay with duration I'll say stay I'll count one, two, three, yes reward I'll repeat that five times, then I'll release the puppy. Then I'll do the same, and I'll gradually start expanding the amount of time that the puppy remains in stay. Um, at this stage, I'll also start playing with the crate door. Mm-hmm. So moving it a little bit, yes, and treat. Moving it, start to close it, feed treats through uh, the bars, then open it up again, and so on. So we want to start teaching the dog to be comfortable, even when the the gate is closed Mm -hmm.
1: so it seems like such an important thing especially at the beginning is to seemingly give this puppy a choice uh to be in or out of the crate right so Mm -hmm. uh, instead of just shutting the door immediately having a lot of intermediary steps where like okay you go in but you could also leave okay you could also go in now you could also leave that seems pretty crucial to make this a place that they're voluntarily uh going to be comfortable in
0: Mm -hmm. I've worked with some clients that they had forced their puppies into the crate and then we had to do a lot more work to fix the negative association that those dogs had with the crate. Um, So going through the steps for a few days in a row can help your dog feel comfortable in that crate for pretty much the rest of their life if they're that type of dog. Some dogs really... Find their crate uh, place of relaxation and will choose to go and sleep in there. And obviously, um, with the other side of my work, when it comes to dogs and young babies and children, having a dog that's crate trained is extremely important and valuable because now the dog has a safe space that they can be when they feel overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with the family dynamic or even let's say your house is full of kids and you're not able to properly supervise this can be a really great time for your dog to have a nap in their crate in a different room so you just don't have to worry about it
1: right right yeah it just reminds me of like uh being a kid and being told to go to your room rather than you going to your room voluntarily cuz you just want to be alone uh it's the same space uh, but uh what those spaces mean mentally can be a little bit different for you
0: yes i agree I just want to continue with the training because there is a little more to sure, it. Sure, let's do that. <laughs> so after the down stay with duration in the crate, we're going to add some distance work too. So now we'll, we'll ask our puppy to go inside the crate. They'll lay down. We can work with either open and closed door. So both scenarios are good. And now we'll start adding some distance, so we say stay, we will take a step back, yes, and reward, and then gradually increase the number of steps that we're moving away, because oftentimes, like dog being inside the crate with door closed and us walking away can be a huge emotional trigger, Mm -hmm. and this is when we start um, seeing dogs kind of start to freak out and get that feeling of abandonment, so by really uh, intentionally practicing Walking away from your dog while they're in their crate and making that a positive experience will be helping set them up for success when we actually need to leave them in their crate and Mm -hmm. go somewhere.
1: Yeah, I think what I've heard from you before, too, is they're not whining because they're just scared. Some of them are having a full on panic attack in the in the crate.
0: Yeah, and I can imagine this being um, really scary as you were saying, just thinking about the resemblance of, you know, crate with a jail cell mm-hmm. if they just lock you in there and the person walks away without you knowing what to expect or what's going to happen right. or having anything else to engage with you're going to have a panic attack too yeah, that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> where else if uh, you know they lock they have you in that cell but then they gave you like a book that is really exciting and yeah. interesting to you and then they told you hey Hang out here, but I'll be back. Obviously, they can tell you that with the puppy, we need to teach them through experience because we've practiced coming in and out. And with the distance thing once we are able to build a good a good distance away the puppy is comfortable or the dog now we can start adding out of sight so disappearing for a second coming right back in to reward the puppy and then gradually increasing the amount of time that we're out of sight to adding things like opening closing the door uh, doing separation anxiety prevention type of training is really important Mm -hmm but also I like to really always match it with some sort of activity that the puppy has inside the crate. So this is what I want you to do. And this is what I'm going to do. But everyone is happy in the end of the day and they've practiced it.
1: Yeah. I I think it's so important in regards to what you're saying about, um, having a book. I, I might, if you give me a Netflix subscription while I'm in that jail cell, I think it'll be really important too. But, uh, Having something to engage the mind uh, and that being something to prevent a full-on panic attack is something that I could truly understand for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then last but not least, we want to create a schedule around the crate as well. So we want to, especially for puppies, incorporate the crate into their training routine. An example can be, you know, puppy waking up, going out for potty, some sort of a walk, playtime. Let's say, um, some, yeah, after the playtime, whether it's uh, you know breakfast through some sort of a food dispensing toy, this can be inside the crate, and this can be followed by a nap. Waking up from a nap in the crate. Um, going out for a walk, potty break, you know, playtime. So having certain periods of the day, just like kids, right? We I was just about to say that how important uh, it is for mood, for maintaining a good mood, right? Because yeah. otherwise, you get a moody child if they don't get enough, like sleep. a
1: well-rested child, for exactly. example. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So the same thing with the puppy. If they don't get enough sleep and rest, they get extra nippy and bitey and, and crazy. And then you don't get the
1: sleep and rest that you want to.
0: Exactly. So uh, making sure to create a routine that involves well-timed naps and rest inside the crate as well as chew time inside the crate and kind of making it a regular occurrence, just a part of the life. This is how we do it. We'll really help everyone know what to expect in this, this way, um, reduce anxiety and create more predictability, which is always helpful for a dog.
1: And I know you touched upon it a little bit. Uh, I think we're close to wrapping up now. But uh, how long should the crate training period or even being in a crate at night, how long is that period typically before they're allowed to you know, s- sleep in a, more of a bed scenario? Uh, because now they're, they're potty trained. Because essentially crate k- training is a precursor to potty training, correct?
0: Yeah, they're connected. And this is when I know the dog can be out of a crate at night. Once I can tell that they don't need to go potty in the middle of the night anymore. It's been a certain period of time weeks or month without the dog having potty accidents inside the home that you can start giving them more and more freedom
1: uh well great uh i think that's a good place to stop uh i know uh the christmas season holiday season is coming up so uh you know we won't have a new podcast episode uh until the new year but what a year it's been crazy up and downs not only for us but for the entire world, I know we are looking so much forward to 2021 and even though it's just a new a set of numbers, it's we really want to turn the page on on 2020. Um excited for what that's going to bring. You know, ex- excited for uh the new lives that uh people are going to lead hopefully uh during that time.
0: Yeah, I agree. We are Excited to spend the holidays with a dog, actually, for the first time ever.
1: Our our dog Zippo.
0: Our dog Zippo that we have not officially adopted, but it's pretty much happening once he's done with his treatments and is available for adoption. Yeah. Super excited about 2021, continuing the conversation and really making this podcast a really great resource for all of our listeners and dog parents. This is really our main goal, um, to be able to support with information as much as we can. And happy holidays, everyone. And we'll see you in 2021.
1: See you soon. Bye. to the family pups podcast with your hosts tanya and charles Lim. subscribe to our podcast to catch our latest episodes if you like the show please make sure to share and review us on your favorite podcast app and for links to anything we mention in the episode check out our show notes and don't forget to visit familypups.com podcast to listen to past episodes of the family pups podcast including episodes on separation anxiety with Melania de martini price Unpredictable Aggression with Michael Shikashio, Fearful Dogs with Debbie Jacobs, Puppy Socialization with Marge Rogers and Eileen Anderson, and many, many more.